The latest public health concern, you may have heard this weekend, monkeypox was declared a global health emergency by the World Health Organization. So what does that mean? Well, let's find out. Um, At this point, they're saying international travel kind of under scrutiny to some places, certain parts of Africa. Um, At this point, we've got 16,000 cases in 75 countries. That's as of July 22nd. Canada has seen 681 monkeypox cases as of July 23rd, but those numbers are expected to continue to rise. It is a threat. It is a concern. There's no doubt about it. Um, How big of a concern? Is it something we all need to be aware of? We know that at this point, um, the demographic that's being affected is rather narrow. However, it doesn't discriminate. All of us can be affected by this. So what do we need to know and how much of a concern should we have around this? We're going to chat now with Dr. Stan Houston, who is Professor Emeritus in the Faculty of Medicine and Dentistry in the School of Public Health at the University of Alberta. Um, Dr. Houston, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate your time today. Hello again, Shay. Uh, Yeah, thanks for your interest. Um, interesting story. I think whenever you hear things like global health emergency, it sort of makes you go, oh, uh, what, what does that mean? So tell us that designation. What does that mean to a public health expert like yourself? Well, I, I think the most important implication is that it's just uh, kind of um, putting it on everybody's radar and emphasizing uh, raising the stakes uh, a, a little bit. There are some Apparently, there's some kind of legal implications about uh, allowing travel restrictions and so on, but that doesn't really apply to uh, to this disease. So mo- mostly, it's just um, awareness. Everybody should uh, be paying attention, and, um, and some and some and 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 countries should be intervening with with better surveillance and testing and and ramping up access to prevention and treatment. Yeah, you mentioned travel restrictions, and there's been some talk of that to specific parts of the world where the outbreak seems to be centered, but it sounds like most people at this point are saying, yeah, no, we're, we're not at that point yet. That's not something we need to be contemplating. Do you agree? Yeah, no, I, I, travel would not be the uh, practical preventive issue. The... the, the, the um, the outbreak is in a uh, you know a specific demographic yeah, as yeah. you mentioned, subgroup of men who have sex with men, uh, and it's all over the world. Uh, so uh, the disease has existed in parts of Central and West Africa for probably forever, but certainly we've known about it since uh, 1970, and it has been a very low risk for uh, travelers. So. So it's travel is not uh, the prevention issue. Now, within the country of Canada, we've got 681 cases. Um, not, I mean, that's a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of the population, of course, but how concerning is it to see 681 monkeypox cases? Um, is that something that Canadians need to be aware of, or as you say, is it something we're just, we're just continuing to monitor? Well, I, I think uh, we should certainly be aware of it. Um, uh, at, uh, and, and we know from decades of experience in Africa that this disease is certainly biologically capable of being uh, uh, transmitted to anybody by, by close contact, basically. Uh, and that, that's how it behaved in, in Africa, often, was, often affected children, so that it could... Um, leak out, so to speak, of yep. the of the current uh, demographic, 
But um, I think most uh, people think it's very unlikely that it would be able to explode in the gen- in the general um, Canadian public. Uh, in terms of the demographic, as you mentioned, men who have sex with men, uh, vaccination is being offered. Are we? I've I've heard that we're not doing as good of a job of letting people know. Uh, that this is available as we should be, and and then getting the vaccine delivered. Uh, are you seeing what, that we're handling that appropriately? Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. I. You know, that's a a day to day thing. Yeah. Uh, I I think it's in the process of being ramped up. So uh, uh, takes some effort to communicate to the to, to the high risk groups and put put in place. Uh, uh, a, a system that works for them. In terms of that vaccine, it's been around for a long time, right? I mean, it, it's actually a smallpox vaccine, isn't it? It, it is the smallpox vaccine, although there is a, uh, has been for a number of years, a new, improved, and safer smallpox vaccine than the one that was used back in the day to eradicate smallpox. Um, in terms of what the average Canadian needs to be worried about, I mean, like you say, it's in a very narrow demographic. Um, the the chain of transmission is well documented. It's not something that you're going to catch at the grocery store, right? I mean, this is not something that people need to be overly alarmed about. Uh, that, I think, is a reasonable thing to say at the present time, but yeah. um, we, are, we didn't predict this. We're not so good at predicting the future, so people should... Um, Pay attention and stay tuned. And I guess, uh, I guess I would, I, I can't refrain from from mentioning that, like COVID, like HIV, this is a disease that's come from animals and it's come from a remote part of the world. And it, we didn't predict it, but we we didn't expect it. But we have to expect the unexpected nowadays. And perhaps if we paid a little more attention to what was going on in in remote parts of the world and were a little more supportive. I mean, Africa doesn't have access to the, where where the disease is endemic, doesn't have access to the vaccine. We might be able to respond a little more quickly, a little more effectively to to the next um, unexpected event. Um, Good question on the listener line here. Somebody said, hey, if you've got the smallpox shot, and a lot of people out there have, are you immune? Is this something that you don't even need to be worried about? Yeah. Well, I have, of course, because I'm... I just you know, missed it. I was like the year after they ended it, I think. Um, that era. So uh, the honest answer is we don't know. Okay. Uh, we, we, uh, we think they're closely related viruses. We think this vaccine uh, will be protective or pretty protective, uh, but we don't we, we don't honestly know. It, it kind of looks like the the older age age group that might have had the vaccine don't seem to be getting it. Um, but we're at a, a very early stage of um, having a good handle on that. Hey, while I've got you, one other question. There was a story that came out yesterday. I don't know if you saw it. Um, Wall Street Journal said, hey, listen, if you're out there walking around thinking you've never had COVID, you're probably wrong. You probably had it and just didn't know. The odds that somebody uh, has managed to dodge the COVID bullets so far is very, very low. Now, I've never tested positive. Neither has my wife. Do you think it's possible that we had it and didn't know? 
Uh, it's definitely possible. Um, I mean, the COVID, of course, is, is such a moving target with the changing with the changing variants, uh, and they're changing immune response and their somewhat uh, evolution of the symptoms they cause and so on. But in fact, there certainly have been studies of uh, the pop of various population groups t- testing for antibodies yes. that would show exposure, and they certainly show. Uh, a lot of people uh, who had it that 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 didn't know it. So, um, uh, uh, so yeah, it's absolutely possible. Interesting. What, okay. What what exactly the implications are, which is what you'd really like. To yeah. Know, right. Yeah. Is much less clear. That does <laughs> not mean uh, you're 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 good to go. Sit in a sit all night in a smoky bar with um, with a bunch of anti-vaxxers. Um, uh, and you're protected. No, that's uh, we're still learning about that about the protection implications as well. Uh, just before I let you go, how does something like and I, I meant to ask this earlier? How does something like monkeypox, which, like you say, has probably been around possibly forever, certainly for fifty, sixty years that we've known about, how does it suddenly? What what happens where a virus that's been around for that long and you know relatively dormant, not an issue, all of a sudden becomes uh, a health emergency of global concern. How does that happen? Yeah, well, that is the $64 million question that fast, certainly fascinates me. Uh, one theoretical possibility would be that the virus has mutated and changed in its capacity, as as we've seen with, with COVID. I, I think that there isn't much evidence of that genetically, and I think what is more uh, what is more likely is that it has just lucked out and landing in the right uh, kind of culture medium or environment where where uh, transmission is uniquely um, effective. Uh, so I think it's more likely human behavior than than viral genetics, but um, that also uh, is a. a question that we're at an early stage of uh, understanding. It is very interesting, though. Uh, Dr. Houston, thank you so much for your time today. Really appreciate it. Thanks again for your interest, Jay. You bet. That's Dr. Stan Houston, who is a professor emeritus in the Faculty of Medicine and Dentistry and the School of Public Health at the University of Alberta. Uh, a bunch of you uh, texted me, wait, wait how is it spread? What's... Okay, here's the details. Okay, this is the latest information. This came out in the New England Journal of Medicine. Just last week, they studied more than 500 cases of monkeypox. As I said, there's there's many more than that, but the sample they took was 500 cases in 16 different countries. They found that 98% of those infected were gay or bisexual, 75% were white, 41% had a prior HIV diagnosis. However, the study emphasizes and clearly notes that while this current outbreak indeed for sure disproportionately affects men who have sex with other men, monkeypox can affect anyone and heterosexual transmission has also been reported, okay? Um, It's primarily transmitted through prolonged close contact. The majority of cases reported in the current outbreak, as I said, involve men involved with other men. But that's not to say that that's the only people who can be infected. Uh, It can infect anybody through prolonged close contact.